When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tyre Power, best buys on big brand sale now on with 25% off on selected Falcon passenger tyres. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning, a warm one today, 33 degrees, heating up for the back end of the week too, uh, going for 36 tomorrow. It's warm, it's heating up in Studio Lumo, 1 King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Bryce Gibbs is here for a few more days. He's part of the SCNSM family, uh, of course, on Saturday mornings with Tom Lyon. But Mark Bickley is the voice you're going to hear this time next week. We'll try and get him on tomorrow just to see how um, excited he is. We're excited about getting bird-related texts in because of the retirement of Aaron Finch. It's an idea we had last night. Gibbsy and lots of them are coming in. Um, we had Nathan Eagleton. I suggested that one. Larry Bird. Um, I thought of this one a bit um, outside of the square, but it doesn't matter. Dean Cox, because a rooster is a, a cock. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll pay it. It's Thank you. Word association. So uh, a couple more we've had this morning. Shay Cockatoo Collins, yep. Glenn Pigeon McGrath. Uh, what about Wayne the Duck Carey? Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Another one there. Tom Sparrow, Tom Hawkins. Uh, the uh, the text line's flowing, which is good to see this morning. Definitely keep them coming in. Lockie Jones from Port Adelaide, not too far away. Uh, Henry Hunt from the Redbacks will speak to. And Corey Homicide-Williams does an amazing job promoting the NBL. who will talk about the awards last night with Xavier Cooks from the Sydney Kings picking up the MVP and our Adelaide 36ers, Antonius Cleveland. And Kai Soto picking up some awards too. Uh, there's a lot going on in the AFL right now with a, a couple of changes when it comes to captaincy. So first of all, uh, Nat Five from Frio explained why he stood down as the leader. Last year was a challenging year for me individually, but a great year for the club. And it just started to pave the way for a potential transition. I um, was really transparent with the other leaders, Peter Bell, Justin Longmuir uh, and Garlo in trying to get to a position where we could really swing off me stepping aside and the next captain coming through. Um, and over the last couple of weeks, that sort of came to a head where intuitively um, I knew and we knew that it was an exciting opportunity for the club. So it's a big thing to stand down as a captain. How, how does that work from your experience? Does the captain say, no, I want to take a mental break from this? Because there's a lot of meetings and things like this. You obviously played with Mark Murphy, who had to have that decision um, and the conversation too, or is this a, hey, sit down, we need to go in another direction? Uh, yeah, I mean, every situation is different and uh, we've seen it a couple of a couple of examples of this already this year with obviously Scott Pendlebury. We've seen uh, now Nat Fife uh, as well. Um, I mean, there just comes a point where, it, yeah, there's time to, to move on uh, in that in that individual's career, in what they want to achieve and achieve as a team, um, there's always going to be guys waiting in the wings. And, and for Nat Fife, he feels like this is the best time for him him to step down. I think he's made a, a good call. Uh, as he mentioned, he, he struggled with, with injury in and out of the side for most of the year. Uh, and, and the side actually 
played pretty good footy without him. And, and that's no disrespect to, to Nat Fife, but he can now get as fit as he can, get back into this side and, and get back to playing some good footy that we know he's capable of. So just that extra pressure of the extra you know, leadership meetings, the, the extra requirements you need to do from a, from a sponsor point of view and mm. you know, being the face of the, the playing group, uh, the, all those extra responsibilities that you have to do as a captain, there's no doubt uh, it takes a bit of weight off, off your shoulders. So he's the second longest serving skipper in Frio history uh, behind... Matthew Pavlich and then that leaves that question mark on who's going to be next you know you you have the names like Andrew Brayshaw who's last year one of the best players in the competition Caleb Sarong as as well so because of their their list you think it's going to be a young captain no matter what they decide uh yeah well I think there's probably three main candidates and you've you've named two of those in Brayshaw and Sarong the I think Brayshaw fits the mould perfectly. He's got his football in a position where he he's performing week in, week out. As you said, he's becoming one of the best players in the competition and certainly leads by example. The question will be, are they ready? Uh, Brayshaw's still only 23 uh, and Sarong's only 21. So are they mature enough to, to take that responsibility on? Uh, if they're not, they certainly will be, I reckon, in the next couple of years. The other one is Alex Pierce who uh, is in the leadership group. He's a bit more mature at 27. Uh, could he be the man for the next year or two while a Brayshaw or a Sarong just develop that little bit more and have full confidence they could take on the role? But uh, I certainly think uh, either Alex Pierce or Brayshaw would be the next Fremantle captain. So we saw Darcy Moore is going to lead Collingwood after Scott Pendlebury stepped down and then Joel Selwood after his premiership uh, victory. Now working alongside uh, the Melbourne Storm, there's a question mark over who is going to lead the Cats into 2023. This is Tom Stewart and his thoughts. I think over the next maybe two to three weeks, we'll have a, a pretty honest discussion with some people and um, obviously it's a, it's a process that the club won't take lightly. He, he did it his way and if I get a chance I'll do it my way. Um, if the group thinks I'm the man for the job then I'll take it with both hands and give it everything i got. He's incredible and I, I think the only disappointing thing about Tom Stewart for me is that he started his career in the AFL so late because I would have loved to see him play 300 games because he's elite. Yeah, he's, it's an amazing story really, isn't it, when you, when you look at it. And he's pretty keen mm. by the, the sounds of that to, to be the next Cats captain. Uh, I think it's probably down to a race in two. I think the other one's Dangerfield. Uh, I was a little bit surprised hearing comments uh, earlier in the preseason that he was keen to to take it on. If, if He was very forward about if, it. <laughs> if they wanted to go down that path. Um, oh, I mean, you know, his, his career speaks for itself and his leadership style on the field speaks for itself as well. Uh, he certainly would do a good job, but I think Stewart is the man for the job for the Cats for the next couple of years. 29, still got a good three three or four years of good footy left in him, and he's just the general down back, and we'll set him up. And um, I mean, yeah, I think I think yeah, he's the man. So that leaves one more team, and they're here in South Australia. Um, where I feel we're waiting to see what happens with Rory Sloan and Adelaide. I, I feel that he deserves the respect to make a decision himself. But then there's also the club point of view, whether they would like to start um, 
getting an, another captain ready right now? Because there's a few candidates too that we've spoken about. Where do you think Rory and the Crows would be sitting as we are now almost mid-February? They need to do something and announce something soon or they don't announce anything and it's just business as usual. Yeah, it's it's. I didn't think it would take this long either. And I, my f- gut feel off the top was uh, when Rory uh, did his knee last year. Obviously, his f- focus was to get back first and foremost. And I, I did think it would have been a pretty easy decision for him to, to hand in the captaincy and um, and just focus on getting back, getting his body right and, and getting back into this side and, and playing good footy and, and taking them up the ladder. But it begs some questions of why it has taken so long. Maybe he feels like he is still the man for the job and there's no doubt if, if he decides, and you're right, it, it will be his decision. Uh, you have to give him the respect uh, when it comes to, to that. If he still thinks he's the man to lead this side, I don't think you should have, or anyone can have any problems with that because he's done a fantastic job over the last few years. But um, yeah, I just think where he's at in his career, where where the the club's at, um, you know, he, he'll still be a leader no matter whether he's the captain or not. Um, but it could be a, a good transition for him to to help groom, uh, you know, or and support if they would decide to to go with a, a different captain for twenty twenty three. And that different captain, the names that have been spoken about, you've mentioned the likes of Jordan Dawson. There's. Tom Duday, Brody Smith did a stellar job last year too. So there are a few candidates. Brody's a bit more experienced than the other two. Jordan's been at the club for one season, but had an outstanding, especially second half of the year. Um, his name went up in lights early for the club after he kicked that goal after the siren in the showdown too. So everyone was talking about him. So they do have candidates. Yeah, they do. And I think he's even been quoted saying that he he wasn't sure or he doesn't know whether he's ready for it a responsibility like that, like mm. I spoke about with some of those younger Fremantle players. So, uh, yeah, it's a, an extremely big decision for both the club and the players involved. So uh, the Crows are no doubt doing their extra due diligence in this process, and that's probably why we've seen it take so long. From the Crows to the Power, next we are going to head to Alberton and catch up with Lockie Jones from the Port Adelaide Football Club. Don't forget, if you want us to ask anything on your behalf, best way to do it is send us a text 0427154166. It's 11 minutes past seven on SENSA.